Welcome back to The Ron Show for Monday, December 26, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts. This is the America One Radio app, americaoneradio.com, if you're listening on the stream. Phone number 404-919-2725. Email address ron at ronshowatl.com. Today, the first day of Kwanzaa, and the theme of the day is Umoja, which is about unity. And uh, according to the official Kwanzaa website, and yes, there is one, and in fact, you spell it out, officialkwanzawebsite.com. Kwanzaa with two A's at the end, by the way. The theme of the day, again, Umoja. Unity is both a principle and practice of togetherness in all things good and of mutual benefit. And according to the official Kwanzaa website, they speak of family unity, intergenerational unity, community unity, and Pan-African unity. So can I just tell you, growing up in the 70s and 80s in a white suburban family and household, I was really sheltered from a lot of customs and traditions of other religions, other races, and I find myself becoming more and more curious about customs and traditions from outside my circle of influence. This stuff fascinates me, and I see nothing but good that can come from learning about Kwanzaa when you look at traditions and themes for each day. Aside from unity, you've got self-determination, collective work and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. I mean, can, can you think of anything negative to learn about any of those tenets, those core principles? Just today, Umoja, Unity, talks about family unity, a principle and practice, beginning in the family, adults and children's respect, mutual unity, moral principle of family and community. Not just a political slogan either. We see that that, oh gosh, I could go off on a tangent about how much just the word family gets used and abused by folks who like to take some kind of morality trip, politically speaking, won't even go there. But think about that. Think about intergenerational unity. Of course, you know, family must be the focal point of unity, not simply of siblings and of genders, but also of generations. Oh man, I'm sitting here reading this from the official Kwanzaa website and getting goosebumps. Respecting the elders, the elders respecting the adolescents and the youth who are experiencing things completely different than their generation did just all comes from listening and communicating with each other and hearing what each other has to say. Community unity. According to the official Kwanzaa website, if one starts with the family when discussing unity, the community, local and national, becomes the next level of concern and the practice of unity. Now, is it at all ironic to you that we live in the united, which stems from the word unity? States of America, and we live today in probably the least united era of this nation's existence, save for the Civil War. And I can drag this back from a national perspective to the familial. Do parents and kids communicate well with each other? When the kids go to the room, shut the door, surf the internet, texting their friends, on the phone with friends, gaming with friends from different households, sometimes different parts of the country. Are mom and dad talking to each other? Are they communicative? Are they on the same page? And then you flash that up to 
our political climate. Are Democrats and Republicans talking to each other? Are they talking through their media compartments, sloganeering around each other instead of trying to work and make things happen with each other? I know it sounds nostalgic for me to say this, but there was a lot more of an effort of bipartisanship in the 1980s than exists today, for sure. And I can't help but wonder if this MAGA movement fever might be breaking to where the normalcy of the Republican Party might actually wrest control of it again, and we see, uh, dare I say, an era of bipartisanship again, where the adults at the table get things done? One can hope, right? Today, first day of Kwanzaa, and the theme is Umoja, or unity. Hey, before I go to break, I do want to pass on some information. There are boil advisories throughout Metro Atlanta because of issues from this wintry weekend of weather and temperatures. We understand that uh, Forsyth County and Clayton County have issued boil advisories. Also, Fulton County, south of I-20, most of those municipalities are being asked to uh, pay attention and... uh, have boil advisories. Also, North Monroe County, if folks are listening out that way, uh, I'm going to pass on this article we see in the AJC today that uh, covers that. Also, some good news for folks that have been doing a lot of traveling over the holiday weekend. AAA said that the average gas price for a gallon of unleaded gas in Georgia, $2.70, a decrease of $0.08 from a week ago, and $0.40 less than what folks were paying a year ago today. Now, I'd love to sit here and gloat about that politically, but I'm just going to let the math do the math. In an effort to portray unity, Umoja. (laughs) Okay, but seriously, I do have to hard pivot here, because when we come back after the break, uh, you're going to hear me doing a little bit of seething, a little bit of commiserating, and a lot of why does and how can and where on earth do these people get the gall and the gumption? <laughs> We're going to be talking with Kate Goldfinch. She is an immigration attorney based in Houston, Texas. And uh, her chief concern up until over the holiday weekend was about Title 42. That is a Trump-era policy that had uh, asylum seekers uh, remaining in Mexico, essentially, awaiting I guess a call from us that we're ready to start dealing with uh, them on an individual basis to assess their asylum scenario. Uh, International law would dictate something completely different, but sometimes international law runs afoul of conservative American ideology. Nonetheless, I also just want to grouse and complain with someone of a like mind from Texas about their deplorable governor, Greg Abbott, who believes himself to be a Christian and yet somehow missed the message of Christmas. I don't know if uh, the ghosts of Christmas past or future are coming to visit him, but the present didn't seem to get the message through to Greg Abbott as he busts. He busses immigrants in December, some of them in nothing more than short sleeve shirts and shorts to Maryland. And if you think it was cold in Georgia, it was definitely cold in Maryland. Over the Christmas holiday weekend, I maintain Mary and Joseph would have been sent away by a Governor Greg Abbott. Anyway, we'll talk with Kate Goldfinch next segment on The Ron Show, the America One Radio app and on AmericaOneRadio.com. Radio.com. 